Welcome to Mommying Through Life with your host, Charmaine Grafton, an administrative professional by day and author and single mom advocate by night. If you're a busy single mom that's doing it all with little to no help and need a weekly dose of real, raw, and uncut conversations, then this show is for you. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of Mommy and Through Life. I'm your host, Charmaine, and with this podcast, I am on a mission to help you create an extraordinary life built on foundational principles and perspectives of other single moms just like you to keep you on a straight and focused path on your journey as a single mom. Today, I want to discuss some of the common struggles that we face on our single mom journey. And we all know that being a single mom is not a easy task. It's not something that um, we asked for. It's not something that we're just like out here like, yeah, I want to be a single mom. It just happened the way that our cards felt, some of the decisions that we made, some of the different circumstances that we um, caught ourselves in led us to this point. So I want to talk about three common struggles today that we may be facing right now or that we may have faced as a single mom and give you some insight on how you can turn those things around. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is the financial strain. That is a huge component, as we all know that we need finances to get along in our day-to-day lives. We need to keep a roof over our um, head, keep food on the table, clothes on our back. You know, we just, we need money. And one of the first things that you can do to get your financial house in order is to start budgeting. If you do not have a budget, I highly recommend that you go to the dollar store if you need to. Go buy a black and white composition book and write down all of your fixed expenses, how much income you have coming in, and then those variable expenses. Write everything down and start tracking. Every dollar needs to have a name And what I suggest that you do is budget your paychecks down to the last cent. At the end of the month, every penny should be accounted for. And yes, you can even budget out your fun time in the month as well. And I also recommend that you do this because as a single mom, you need that time. You need some fun time so that you can kind of unwind let your hair down and re um, rejuvenate yourself so that you can do it all over again. Now, I'm not sitting here like I have it all together. I get into a place where I'm budgeting and then I get to a place where I'm not. But when I'm not, I can tell the difference in my money. It's like it's just going out of the door quicker than I got it in. So whatever income you have, Write that at the top. You can also do this on an Excel spreadsheet. 
I do have a budget um, Excel spreadsheet that I personally use, and I'll be happy to link that down in the description for you for you to use. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way. Get a notebook, put your income at the top, put your fixed expenses in the middle, and then have a spot for your variable expenses, and go ahead and budget those numbers. So you can have your budget numbers in one column, and then you can have the actual amount that you paid in the next column. And then on the next column, you could put like the difference. So let's just say that your rent is $800 a month. You have a budget for $800. You actually pay $800. So the difference would be zero there. But let's just say you're fixed that you have a variable expense, I'm sorry, like your cell phone bill. That's not the same every month. So you budgeted $200, but your bill actually came up to $150. So you're in the positive $50 when you come to the difference. So what you can do, too, in those um, difference column, if it's... Um, Let's just say with the cell phone example, the cell phone bill you budgeted was $200 and it came up to $150, you would put that in green because you have a $50, um, you know, you came out $50 less than what you budgeted. But let's just say you budgeted $200 and your bill ended up being $250. So it would still be $50, but in that difference column you would make that red because you actually went over your budget and when you're budgeting and you see the difference in your spending you have a written record at this point where you can see some things that you need to adjust to keep some of that money in your pocket so if you're not budgeting I recommend you go ahead and start a budget right now all right, and the second thing I want you to do to um, combat the financial strain um, in your single mom journey is to get an emergency fund. Save $1,000 to $1,500 now. Whatever you need to do to get this money up, and this needs to be a goal that you need to knock out within the next three or three months or less. So if you can get $1,000 to $1,500 saved up within the next three months, what I would highly recommend that you do is open up a separate bank account. Let's just say that bank account is like way across town somewhere. Put the funds over there. You still have access to it. I don't recommend that you have a like transfer access to these funds. You want to have access to it if you need it in the emergency but you don't want it to be that accessible to you to where you could like just be going to pick from this money every day or every other day or whatever the case may be this money is specifically for an emergency and what I mean by emergency it is an emergency your tire goes out you need a car repair this is what you've set that money aside for, not you need a new shirt to wear to dinner or you want to go to dinner. That is not an emergency. You need to budget that that money 
into your budget each month to be able to do those things. And I am not a financial guru, but if you do need guidance, um, research Dave Ramsey. I'll be happy to link some of his information in the description box for your reference as well. And the last thing um, that I want to share with you to um, relieve financial strain is to stay on top of your credit. So right now we are still in the pandemic. We're coming out of the pandemic. But right now you can access your credit report for free each day. Every single day you can pull your credit report. If you're listening to this and we're no longer in the pandemic, you are entitled to one free credit report every year at annualcreditreport.com. Anything that is not um, correct on your credit, it needs to be removed. Your credit report should be a snapshot of who you are today, not who you are in the past or, yeah, in the past. Clean up your report, sis. This is so important because when you get to that place in your journey where you're ready to purchase a home or you want to get you a brand new car or even apply for credit in general, you want to make sure that your credit is reflecting the person that you are today, not yesterday. So get your credit straight, boo, okay? All right. Cool. Because, you know, as single moms, you know, we have to make sure that we are because it's just one income. And again, if you get even if you get child support, like budget that put some of that money away in savings. If you have set your life up to where you are able to take care of yourself and your children and your household on your income any extra monies that come in, I would suggest that you be putting that money aside off into savings somewhere. Try to save up your three to after you get your emergency fund fully funded with $1,000 to $1,500. Now start working on getting you about three to six months worth of your monthly expenses saved up. Put that off to the side. Um, so that you really like have like that is how you empower yourself as as not even just as a single mom, but as a person, if you're able, if you're disciplined enough to save three to six months worth of um, finances, expenses, I'm sorry, into a savings account, you are definitely on the right track to financial freedom. So to relieve some of that financial strain, again, start budgeting, get you an emergency fund like right now within the next one to three months and get your credit taken care of. Clean up your credit because you want to make sure that you are eliminating anything that is going to hinder you being able to take care of yourself and your little people. Now, the second struggle that we face on our single mom journey is guilt. Now, this is something that I still struggle with today that I have a therapist and I work with my therapist to, you know, get through all of these feelings because I do have a habit of making up stories in my head and seeing things in a way that there aren't. <laughs> but yes, 
I do have those feelings of guilt at times. And it's easy to feel that way or feel as if you're falling short when you have to handle all of the decisions. You're doing all the discipline. Plus, you're managing the home, having to make sure you're sane and in a good mental space to do your work. And you're having to do pay all the bills. It's very easy to see where things fall short when you have so much on your plate. So I want to discuss some of the reasons why we as single moms have these feelings of guilt. And I want to share with you some ways to just stop it. We got to let it go, sis. We have to stop. And one of the number one reasons, and this is just me speaking from my own experience, and this may be something that you're going going through as well. Being single, being single, like I said earlier, we did not have these children or this child to do it alone that wasn't the the mind that we had while we were whether we were in the act or while we were you know bringing the child into the world we didn't have those thoughts and feelings so yes the circumstances that led us to this place whether that was divorce a breakup with your child's dad or even death some feelings of guilt are sure to pop up. They're sure to like emerge because this is not what you had in mind when you became a mom. It's not. And sis, you have to let go of the past and those feelings and give yourself some grace and compassion because you cannot change the past. Whether it was by divorce Whatever the reason is, whatever it is, it's nothing you can do to change it. I'm sure you put in the work. I put in the work like I did what I could do to keep it a two parent household twice. I did that twice. And I like I walked around with feelings like people are going to think that I cannot keep a man. And it does give you a feeling of guilt, shame. But. I now understand that I only have control over Charmaine and what Charmaine does. Nothing like nothing else. That's it. So let those feelings go and give yourself some grace and have compassion for where you are and just roll with where you are, sis. It's okay. Take this time and embrace this time and do what you need to do to work on yourself and grow and better equip yourself so when that next relationship come, that next relationship is like you're just going into it with the intention that that's the long haul and learn from all of the mistakes and take in all the lessons that you learn from those previous relationships. So we can't always look at it as a bad thing. Number two, this is something like it's really like I really have a hard time with this is not being able to afford some of the extra things for my children. I'm one of those moms who want to provide the absolute best everything for my children. And I understand that it may not always be the case. And this is so hard because I wanted to give them everything that I didn't have coming up as a child. But having one income, sometimes that's unrealistic. And for me, I have four kids. And sometimes that can be tough. 
But what I have been able to do with my bunch, and maybe this is something that you can do with your children, is to really like sit them down and just really talk about how good it is that you have. Talk about the roof that you have over your head. No, it may not be a $8 million mansion. Maybe it's somewhere in a housing project or somewhere, but guess what? It's yours. It's somewhere that you guys can go to and call your home. It's covered. You guys are warm in the winter. You're cool in the summer. That's something to be grateful for. You have food on your table. I don't even care if it's just beans and rice. Look at the bright side of that because there's some people right here out here today right now who are going without meals. So I began to really like instill in my children like being grateful, showing appreciation for the things that we do have and making them aware that it could be so much worse than what it is. And once I began to do that, those feelings of guilt kind of went away. No, I'm not sitting around here buying them every freaking Jordan that comes out on the market. I'm not. But what I am doing is providing them with nice, neat, decent things to where they look presentable when they go out. Our home is neat, clean, and presentable, comfortable for us. And we're working with what we have because it is not easy being a single mom. And one thing for me that I'm fortunate of is my older children, my teens, they're old enough to work. So some of that pressure was removed off of me because now they're making their own money. They can buy their own clothes. They can go out when they they have their own money, when they want to go out and hang with their friends or if they want to um, go grab something to eat that they don't want my cooking for the day, whatever the case may be, whatever it is, they have their own money and they're learning work ethic. And now they're also being taught to save your money. They're also being taught to how to take care of yourself when you have the this money um, because I won't always be here. You won't always be under my roof and you have to make sure because I really don't want them to be in the situation that I'm that I am in. Be, you know, as a single mom, I want them to be better than me. So I have to teach them and still, you know, pour into them the right things and let them know and make sure that they understand that you don't have to go out here and have the, the nicest things to be happy, you know, because things don't make us happy. You know, I, I'm a big believer that your moral compass and how you know, you just are how your character is, like how you treat people. All of those things are more important than money. They are. But with them working, like I said, it's helped keep a little bit more money in my pocket where I'm able to, when it's like, I want to take y'all out to eat, like I can go and take them out to eat, you know, because now I'm not having to budget money to buy them clothes. Now I have that money in my pocket where I can go take them out to a nice sit down dinner. Or I can take them all out on a family vacation. So when it comes to that thing, the what I want you to take away from this is 
be grateful for the things that you do have and you won't feel so guilty for not being able to provide the things that you want them to have. Because one thing that I've noticed too, I've been in that place where, oh yeah, let me get my baby some Jordans. I bought him some Jordans. I feel like today, I promise you, I have two boxes, two shoe boxes in my closet right now, a pair of Jordans and a pair of Amex. He doesn't even want to wear those shoes. You know what kind of shoes he want to wear? He want to put on some Crocs. He wants to wear Crocs. So I basically wasted my money on these shoes that he doesn't even want to wear. So oftentimes, moms, it's us putting this pressure on ourselves, trying to do these things for our children. And they don't even care about that stuff. So keep that in mind, too. And the last thing that we struggle with when it comes to guilt is not having enough time. And it's so hard in this space because everything falls on us. And it's always something to do all the time. All the time is always something to do. But the best way to handle this is to prioritize what's important and the other things will work themselves out. That's just the way that it is. Again, give yourself some grace as you go as you're going because you're pretty much doing this alone on your own and one thing I want one little nugget I want to um, leave you with when it comes to guilt guilt doesn't always mean we're doing it wrong it often means we're holding ourselves to an unrealistic expectation an unrealistic expectation. So what are the expectations that you're setting for yourself? Whatever they are, let them go. Let them go. Now, the last thing I want to talk about as a struggle that we go through on our single mom journey is fatigue. Now, on this journey, you're doing the job of two individuals. Even if the other parent is active in your child's life, you are bearing most of the weight of most of the um, weight and the responsibility because, and this can be a lot on you mentally, emotionally, financially, and physically. Studies have shown that to avoid fatigue, it's best that we get at least seven to nine hours of rest each night. But there are other things you can do as well, like learn to say no. Remember, ladies, no is a complete sentence, and we need to get in the habit of saying no and stop sh- over sh- stop stretching ourselves because we get to a point where we're stretching ourselves too thin. So learn to say no. Put your phone on do not disturb. I love this feature on my phone, and I utilize it. I actually have it set up on my phone that... Every night at 8.30, my phone goes off on Do Not Disturb, and it doesn't come on again until 5 o'clock in the morning. This is my peace. This is how I'm able to rest. This is how I'm shutting the world out. This is how I'm letting people know, like, I'm inaccessible. If you need to reach me and it's not important, shoot me a text. I'll see it when I see it. If it's an emergency then the people who are in my favorites, they will be able to reach me and get a hold of me. Outside of that, I don't want to do no social media. I don't want to be checking, just scrolling and all of that. I want to settle down, shut things down at the end of my night. 
The other thing that you can do is do some type of mindfulness activity every single day, whether that's journaling, sitting in silence, meditating, um, going for a walk, doing a brain dump, letting things go out of your mind. Get some type of mindfulness activity going on each day, ladies. The next thing I want you to do is to assess your relationships. If your relationships are draining the life out of you, it's time to let them go. That means family too. You need to put some distance between you and that that drain, that strain. You have to because it's wearing you down mentally. Put some distance between those people. You also need to listen to your body. If your body is feeling like you are just tired and beat down, you may need to go take a mental health day. You may need to go take a nap. You may need to get uh, in a really light, hot a hot bath and just sit there and relieve some stress to get whatever it is going like take control of that listen to your body the next thing I want you to do is get a routine and master it morning routine evening routine and then lastly plan ahead the more you can plan ahead the better off you'll be the more you will have time to rest and stop all of the um, chaos and rigmarole of like, like, come on, we got to do better. We have to take control of this journey. Just because we are single moms does not mean we have to live a life of chaos, um, defeat, struggle. We don't have to do all of that. And if you do the things that I just mentioned in this podcast today, you will begin to see your life turn around in a better direction. You did not plan to be here, but now that you are, make the best of it and take care of you so that you can take care of your little people. All right. Okay. All right, mommies. So today I gave you a lot of information and if you need to play this again to jot down a few notes, do that. But to recap, we discussed financial strain, start budgeting, get your emergency fund of $1,000 to $1,500 and get your credit straight. We also discussed how we're going to let go of feelings of guilt because we cannot do anything to change the past. And lastly, we're going to start listening to our bodies and make sure that we're doing what we need to do to take care of us. Make sure you're doing what you need to do to take care of you, okay? And if you aren't following me already, come join me over on Instagram at Mommy and Through Life for daily tips and resources and inspiration to help you on your single mommy journey. Next week, we'll continue to arm you with the foundational tools and resources to create an extraordinary life that will help you continue to mommy through life. Please note this show may contain conversations about self-care, advice, empowerment, and mental health, and is by no means to be taken as professional advice from a trained provider. These are the experiences of Charmaine and her guests. If you or someone you know is in need of professional care, please visit your physician. Thank you for listening to Mommying Through Life. If you like what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, please connect with Charmaine on Instagram at Mommying Through Life and subscribe so that you get notified with new episodes. Thanks for joining. Until next week, bote.